0: Eve, Eve, and you know what that means. Welcome to Max Wrestling, episode 354. This is your captain speaking, along with El Hefe, the television champion, Modus Marquez. Top of the morning.
1: Top of the morning, people.
0: It's, it's almost Christmas, As they say, Merry Christmas. This time, Merry next Chrysler. Week, we'll be going vidya. vidya. Um What you don't know, people, as you listen to this, is we're actually Vidya right now, uh, so that I can practice after the show. To prepare for the okay. video next
1: week. That's right. It's called practice. Practice makes perfect, people. It
0: certainly, it certainly does. You only need to listen to the early episodes of Max to know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're telling me. Uh, um, coming up this week. Trust me, week, there's some cringe on SMR. Don't you trip? Ugh, like it's pretty
0: much all cringe for the first couple of episodes of Max. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. The
1: Bubby roads they we, call it.
0: We was young and naive and un, uneducated.
1: uneducated. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it, uneducated.
0: Uh, coming up this week, the tribal chief fires his special counsel. Brian Hangman 2 is official. The fat-faced dipshit returns to dynamite. And Twitter proves once again to be absolutely toxic. But first, previous it's weeks... Like It's time for This Week in Wrestling History. Alright, on December 17th, 2006, at Armageddon, Kane defeated MVP in the last true Inferno match. Uh, we've had a Ring of Fire, we've had a Firefly Inferno match in then, but this was like the last actual proper Inferno match in its original form. There was only ever five of them, and Kane was in them all.
1: That's not surprising.
0: I, I think we kind of knew Kane was going to win this one, because this was the first one out of the five where he had skin exposed. Like, literally his whole top half was exposed. Mm-hmm. Before that, he had the jumpsuits on, which they could set on fire. Without actually. Oh, that team. Yes, uh, you're right
1: there.
0: December eighteenth, two thousand, the unlikely team of The Rock and The Undertaker defeated Edge and Christian for the World Tag Team Championships on Raw.
1: What a fucking weird team! I,
0: I vaguely I like it. remember it. I don't even know why they teamed up for the tag titles, but I vaguely remember it because they were kind of feuding at the time too. Uh, I think they faced each other for the WWE title at King. No, that was the previous year.
1: I was going to say, that definitely sounds yeah. like
0: some WWE shit, though. Taker had just come back as the badass. It was a weird one. Um, December eighteenth, two 2005, The Undertaker and Randy Orton's near-year-long rivalry finally came to an end as the Dead Man reigned supreme in a Hell in a Cell match at Armageddon. hmm That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh yeah. On December 18th, 2011, at TLC, Daniel Bryan cashed in Money in the Bank to defeat the Big Show for the World Heavyweight Championship, just after Big Show defeated Mark Henry. Fucking uh, Big,
1: okay, I got something to say. If you said <laughs> the Big Show, I got, I have to, we'll, we'll get to it later. Uh, also on the show,
0: CM Punk defended the WWE Championship in a freeway tables match against The Miz and Pedro Del Rio. And see if anybody remembers this. Triple H defeated Kevin Nash in a sledgehammer ladder match. In a what now? <laughs> I think two K just like creates a match. Okay,
1: you okay. All right. I think that they the two K before the sledgehammer
0: above the ring and like have a ladder match. Okay, all right. Let's um... Phoenix Mike. I'm sure one of you would remember this one.
1: Yeah, I hope so, cause the, I'm just drawing a blank, and I'm I'm also scared for lives on that one. I tell you what,
0: that, that's I'm gonna come down
1: softly with the sledgehammer in your hand. I tell like, how's that gonna happen? How's it? <laughs> let me just hold on You wait right there. Let me get this goddamn thing. Like what the fuck? Uh,
0: December eighteenth, twenty fifteen. How's uh, Ring of Honor final battle? How's this for a card? Michael Elgin defeated Moose. Adam Cole mm. defeated Kyle O'Reilly. Roderick Strong defended the TV title against Bobby Fish. War Machine, not the fucking Viking Raiders, defeated the Kingdom for the tag team championships. And Jay Lethal defended the world title against AJ Styles. Damn, that—that's one hell of a show.
1: Yeah, you're telling me.
0: And like half of them ended up in NXT. <laughs>
1: unfortunately. Yeah,
0: unfortunately. Uh, December 18th, 2016, in a 30-minute Iron Woman match, Charlotte Flair defeated Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship at Cockblock. End of the line. <laughs> okay, it was actually Roadblock, but same thing. No, no. God damn it. <laughs> it's forever known as Cockblock. It's forever I mean, known as Cockblock. Um, Jesus. WCW now on December 19th, 1999. Chris Benoit was awarded the U.S. Championship after Scott Hall was injured. He then lost the title the following night on Nitro in a ladder match to Jeff Jarrett. Bret Hart versus Goldberg for the WCW world title also ended in controversy at Starcade. And the following night, after being stripped of the title, Bret defeated Goldberg to win back the gold. That's, that Because that's what WCW did.
1: It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing stuff right there. And
0: finally, today in history in 2002... <laughs> Raw had its five hundred episode, and yes, I'm actually about to say this sentence. Main evented by Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler defeating William Regal and Lance Storm. Beg your pardon. I I, I feel like that's something I would remember, but I'm just like what I the don't.
1: Fuck? I'm I'm trust. I'm going down the list. I'm like, was what now? I don't.
0: Where no the fuck, Mike,
1: bro? I need links to this obscured nonsense. William pork William Regal and Lance
0: Storm lost to Jr. and King?
1: First off, how in the hell was that not a normal team on a basis?
0: Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Excuse me. Would he? Was William Regal in the Un-Americans? I don't think he that was. That sounds right. He, 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 that that sounds like where they would have teamed up. I know Lance Storm was definitely in it. Because it was like mostly Canada.
1: Old Canadian uh,
0: And only a few birthdays this week. On the 18th, Ring of Honor's Quinn McKay turned 30. AEW's Anthony Bowens turned 31. And a couple of legends, Trish Stratus turned 46. Rob Van Dam turned 51. Stone Cold Steve Austin turned 57. On God damn right. the 31st, Otis turned 30. Otis is younger than me.
1: What the He's f- how old? <laughs> He's, 40. He's 30?
0: He's 30. Jesus. Very recently 30. He's been 30 for three days, two days. Um, Primo Cologne turned 39. Um, yesterday, Luke Gallows turned 38. And happy birthday today, too. The Freak, Rob Terry, who's 41. And Jamie Noble's 45.
1: That's right. Got to throw in there, Kenji Muda, the great Muda, turning 58 today.
0: How did I miss that one? Happy birthday, great Muda.
1: Kenji Mudo. People don't remember, the. His, they don't actually go off his name. Ah. But usually yeah, the great not to
0: as Great Muda. Okay. All right. Now then, uh, this week in this year, um, like I said, Roman Reigns fired his special counsel, Paul Heyman, and he did it with a Superman punch, which is literally the only thing I've seen from SmackDown.
1: But I, was say, I don't want to see. I saw that coming, but I don't watch the product, and I saw it coming.
0: I mean, Roman's been paranoid for a long, long time um i think what i loved about the segment the most was the pop from the crowd like it was almost <laughs> like a unified oh shit
1: well yeah i think they were going to think that uh, you know there's no way Heyman's going to go right back to brock and it's just going to be all hunky dory like that but apparently that's i don't know if that's what's going to be i don't know yet i um personally i did see i cuz I don't know what drove me to do this. Maybe I think I was just like, I was watching other shit on YouTube and it just had popped up, the goddamn thing. But the little talking segment with uh, with Brock and Sammy, I'm like, why isn't this guy like doing this a little bit more? You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, I was actually kind of laughing. I was enjoying it. I'm like, you know what? This is... And I so, so they got a YouTube watch out of me.
0: Yeah, I think they got one out of me too, you bastards. Yeah,
1: you sneak one in there every now and again. Uh, and then,
0: also like the the photo of the moment, and just a poor look on Paul Heyman's face. He was caught blindsided, even though Roman like literally spun around and ran at him.
1: Boy, well, he's, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like a. Demon oh, that's the lights. great.
1: That's the great thing with Heyman. He's been in the. He's literally been around the business since he was a teenager. So, I mean, at least the guy can sell. You know what I mean? Oh yeah can't knock him
0: can't knock him for that and i obviously can't knock him for what he's done for roman's career jeez
1: oh god no i mean this whole i was gonna say i was like the tribal chief the head of the table all that shit that's been something that has literally gotten a lot of people on that side hell i've i've noticed again i'm not watching it's it's fucking obvious it's all shit but i mean it it's not like i haven't noticed it it's not like i haven't you know, heard the rumblings and checked it out. It, it was a good, it was a good working bit. I don't know where they're going to go from here, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean,
0: the obvious conclusion would be Heyman going back to Brock, but does Brock even want Heyman? Was he just playing mind games all along?
1: That, I, that's what we call that age-old question, boss? Far- Farmer Brock. Farmer Brock, I like Farmer Brock (laughs) I do He's not bad He reminds me of old Brock
0: Yeah, people who didn't see Brock in like 2002, 2003 um, You're experiencing Brock's personality for the first time
1: I mean, he was He was He was really good Um, He was fucking great Like people It's not just the matches with him and Eddie And him and Kurt It was the stories behind him too and they were fucking great stories, just like the whole a fucking college standout from Olympic wrestler going back and forth. I remember that I'm literally playing the fucking like shoving match they had in the locker room. He's like, <laughs> and they're just and they're bam. And you see Kurt run off screen. He comes back, dusting himself off like, well, yeah, I'll see you in the ring or whatever. And took off. It's like fucking hilarious. And then uh, when he was going up against Eddie and he's fucking marching down in the ring. In a fucking mariachi, uh, in, in a goddamn sombrero, yeah. with the mariachis and shit. I mean, <laughs> two thousand three, Brock was something else. He was a fucking character. I tell you <laughs> that he was a fucking
0: character. It's crazy. He had so much fun in two thousand three, and then in like two thousand four, I was just like,
1: ah, fuck y'all. Yeah, I just kind of. I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to blame the whole thing with Steve. You know what I mean? And it just kind of went afterwards. But at the same time, he, Steve's not in the wrong. You're really going to let this kid kill me? Cool, let's put it on a pay-per-view. Let's build the fuck out of it. Let's make some money. And they're like, no, nah, he's just going to kill you today. Like, well, then fuck you. <laughs> maybe, maybe like, you got, at least he understood. Maybe he got
0: pissed, like, afterwards, like, in early 2004 when he was kind of feuding with Stone Cold. But Stone Cold was technically retired. So he was just playing the sheriff character and, you know, he went to get his four-wheeler back and then he was the referee at WrestleMania. So he was kind of working with Stone Cold, just not, like, in a competitive match. Maybe he was a little bit bitter about that. I, can you blame him for it? Uh, No, it was just really poor timing um, because, obviously, Stone Cold came back in 2003 and he only had a couple of months in the ring before he had to retire.
1: But, yeah, you're you're right there. I mean, Sheriff Stone Cold was fun, too. He was hilarious. Let's keep it funny. He was hilarious. He'd just come down to the ring drunk, (laughs) say whatever, some stupid (laughs) shit, and come down in the fucking chair.
0: Coined Christian as the uh, creepy little bastard. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, That's when the whole what chant
1: started. Yeah, Christian's
0: partially responsible for the what chant. Um, <laughs> as I remember Stone Cold's story Like he and Christian used to call each other all the time And Stone His Cold's what? like half death So he'd just be on the phone and what? What?
1: <laughs> He's told that story like a million times It, it <laughs> never gets not funny <laughs> And then it's just great And then it just, it literally The, the fucking, the phenomenon That the what chant was It went forever it's It went until even after he was out Of the fucking uh, WWE uh, it, they literally it, had to try to, they literally had to, like, single fucking fans out from the what chant just to get them to, like, stop. It yeah. great. It, and
0: it's great. Good it's, old days. It just gets yelled anytime now. It gets chanted at the worst times now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny when you use it right. When you're just doing it to be a dick, it's annoying.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But the best thing Could is when, put it perfectly. The wrestlers actually find a way to combat the watchants. Alexa Bliss used to do it great. Um, I think Taker's done it great. Charlotte even mm-hmm. did it once. Um, I don't remember. Stephanie McMahon tries. <laughs> tried, she
1: tries everything, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Trying hard.
0: Yeah. Um, we had another breakup this week, too, though, on Raw. As AJ Styles and Omos finally split. Uh, uh, that
1: explains that joke on joke? NXT. Fucking uh, goddamn, Grayson Waller was like, "Oh, you're here to recruit me as your tag team partner." Oh well, I'm not interested. I'm more of like a solo guy. I'm like, but he's got like almost so like, what the fuck would he need you for? And that's what happens when you don't follow the whole product.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So AJ, kind of, I don't know. Actually, what I didn't watch the whole segment. I just saw like bits. So AJ basically mm. said he was tired of carrying Omos, and uh, I think he slapped him, and then he gave him a kick, and then Omos just shoved him, and yeah, so. <coughs> but anyway, uh, that's why AJ went to NXT for some reason, for whatever reason.
1: Hey, whatever. The question. They need of, fucking, they need viewers on that show, so that's not yeah, surprising. Yeah, let put AJ Styles on it.
0: Um, fucking A-right. It's not much of a question, really, because it's kind of rhetorical. But, I mean, like, how much do you think AJ has done for Omos' career? Because Omos is pretty well, much Well, what did out. the
1: guy do before?
0: Exactly. He, do you he really was remember? Bouncer.
1: I was going to say, that's the only thing that guy was fucking known for more, was being the motherfucking bouncer. That's it. So it's like, what was... He's done everything for the fucking guy's career, okay? Yeah. Everything. We're, Ever AJ was great. For almost
0: his career.
1: Uh, I must say, you know, you know what AJ had no part in in almost his career, his basketball career. All right, that's what he had <laughs> no part in. God damn it!
0: I uh, I don't imagine. I mean, AJ can jump, but I don't imagine him playing basketball.
1: I was gonna say he's a, he's a little short,
0: but you know, hey, they do crazy shit in Georgia. <laughs> so. so yeah, AJ then ends up on NXT, and this Grayson Waller, this this sorry rapey-eyed motherfucker, backs down from yeah, a challenge.
1: I, he is, I don't, I don't see the appeal. I don't know what they did. Like, he, I'm getting, who was that fucking nerd? Uh, he reminds me of Kona Reeves. Like, yeah, he was doing one gimmick, and it. then he just fucking flipped into this gimmick, and I'm like, huh? I, I will fail with this guy. Let's try this guy. Like, what the fuck?
0: I, I look at the guy, and I'm just convinced that there's a shovel and some duct tape in his trunk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, at the same time the way he like goes about fucking talking to ladies it's like he's just like yelling at people from the crowd and it's like so you know what maybe he's not opposed to just being like I'm going to put this in your drink one time. You come on with me. I he's not a he's not appealing to me in any form factor of, a, of at all. You stand him next to uh,
0: Dexter Loomis, and Dexter Loomis is the least creepy. I was going to say and he is the creep from the creep farm. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I guess this kind of sets up more AJ on NXT. Maybe a, a run in NXT for AJ. I
1: was going to say, something tells me AJ's going to hang out for a little bit. until the Like I said, they, they need viewers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, well, they've booked a rematch for New Year's Evil between Champa and Braun Breaker. Which is more than likely going to be when they finally pull the trigger and... I don't want to say pass the
1: torch because they ain't passing the fucking torch. Um, At this,
0: point, putting the title on Braun.
1: It would be the smartest thing they can do. That's for damn sure.
0: He, I mean, he's obviously the one that's gotten over the most out of this like new generation of 2.0. Um, and Jeff yeah. so is like literally the last of the the dying breed of black and gold.
1: He really is, and that's the that's I want it, to. It's sad. I'm, like, so curious what's going on with him, how's his contract status, the whole whatever. I don't think he's on, like, that whole, oh, we sign an extension to keep out, keep doing whatever and hanging out. Um. So I, I, I,
0: I'm, I'm also expecting, like, new titles because all the, yeah, titles, please. all the titles they've got still represent black and gold. They really do. It's, it, it is
1: time for a revamp.
0: Just don't make them too colorful.
1: I don't... You know what? I don't know. If they're fucking smart, if, and which they're not, and this is the fucking problem. And then on top of that, it's a WWE brand, so the name's got to be in the fucking belt logo somehow. But they really need to just go back to old-style-looking belts. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, Go with something fucking simple, not the pennies or the or the or the nickels or whatever. Like the, but something fucking simple.
0: The the NXT belts just remind me of like UFC belts, which is probably where they got yeah. the idea for the designs. Yeah, big time, big yeah, time. But like in two it's gonna be like maybe a giant two on the center plate, or that's fucking. They're all gonna be spinners. That's <laughs> you, you know what? That, I would rather the spinners. Yeah, you then know the fucking I, Giant two point oh. I, I didn't hate the spinner as much as everybody else. I actually had the spinner.
1: <laughs> I, I, I liked the U.S. one more. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. The U.S. one was uh, But like when it was, when did it get? But when Edge came out with his, I was like, okay, this thing's stupid. He's <laughs> just a giant Rated R logo. I, I was like, <laughs> but that was the whole thing. It was like, but it, it's a good thing. But it's like, no, whatever. I hate him. Fuck that guy. And it was just, that was just fucking how you went about it. But it was it was hilarious, though. It was when they, to like. see that
0: fucking dude. When they took away the spinner, but it was the same design, so they like, glued the logo in place so it didn't Which is spin. stupid.
1: <laughs> it made no, I was like, that was, that all was right, the whole well. Point of the Vince is like, hey, that's, I'm tired of this thing spinning. Get some fucking tape. <laughs> and they was like, okay, so they fucking put some tape. And it's like, it doesn't spin no more. It would be fucking hilarious if, like, John was, like, you know, anxiously waiting to come out and he tried to spin it. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> and that's why it's all crooked one day. Because he's, like, he's realized, oh, shit, it doesn't spin anymore. Now the tape's all mangled and they, looks like shit.
0: They probably kicked themselves when The Miz won the title. And they have to, like, turn it upside down. And they couldn't anymore, so they have to do a new belt. Mm-hmm hilarious <laughs> speaking of Miz uh, his feud with Edge continues um, Vince Russo wasn't happy with this segment um, because he, he said it made Edge look stupid because he worked out the heels plan and still fell for it
1: does he know what he's watching he know he he understands this is the wrong. fucking clown company, right? Right. The, the clown <laughs> company that he used to work for. Yeah, I used to write for this company, bro. So then why are you fucking surprised, you fucking dumb shit? <laughs> like and then on top of that, who the fuck asked you? The fuck? Shut the... I, that's why I fucking so, stand, can't stand that fucking nerd. From, it's like, dude, you You haven't been fucking relevant in fucking years, dude. Nobody gives a butt fuck what you got to say. Like... The, he is lit, quite literally a waste of internet space.
0: Uh, from, from what I gather from the angle, so like... Miz uh, and uh, Maurice had a disagreement last week and she slapped him um apparently that was all a ruse so like edge got blindsided she slapped him and then he got hit with the uh
1: shit with- didn't she slap him twice Tw- twice yeah i was about to say she hit him in the back of the head <laughs> and then slapped the shit out of him again i'm like bro you real comfortable with this family and like you probably hang out with the Miz and barbecue on the weekends or something kind of shit yeah and still waiting for beth phoenix now like you you slapped
0: her man twice well didn't she quit she she quit NXT, um, as a commentator. But I think she's still like under contract.
1: Uh, I doubt she shows up at all in any capacity. I mean, it, if she does, hey, cool. That you know, it'll get a pop out of me. But yeah. I mean, I mean, it makes also... for a
0: tag match. We've already had uh, Miz and Maurice against
1: <laughs> Cena and That's not a bad idea. I don't hate that idea, not one bit. But I mean. At the same time, it's like, is that what's gonna make this fucking feud any worth my while? Is to see, is to see the wives join in? I mean, because I don't give a shit about it now. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, that's fucked up. But I like, I only give a shit about it now because the fucking like the idea of the wives doing a tag. with that I me mean, it's a good idea. It's a fucking good idea. But I mean, how often do we get? Are we allowed to to get good ideas? Very. You weirdly. know what I mean. Very, very rarely.
0: Um, We also saw match three between Bianca Belair and Piper Niven. I'm still not going to call her the other name. Nope, Um, don't do it. Apparently, it wasn't as good as the first two, but all anybody will remember anyway is the KOD that won the match. Fuck it. That's fine. All anybody remembers about Hogan and Andre is the body slam. (laughs) That's it. Body (laughs) slam and leg drop. Um. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about from RAW because that's all I saw. So, <laughs> um, over and under Tito. One final thing: uh, Dakota Kai takes yet another L in a street fight with Raquel Gonzalez.
1: I was liking that street fight; it just ended weird. I don't, I don't get why street fights have to start in the fucking have to you know have to end in the ring. Is my whole gimmick? It's goddamn yeah, street fight.
0: Be it's. It it's, it's how like extreme rules matches and all of it. You can have weapons and everything, but unless it's a hardcore match, you have to pin them in the ring. the best by hardcore. Um, it was done. Yeah, uh, another alpha Dakota. Just can can she just get a
1: win just once? Uh, fuck. I don't know. I maybe she goes to the main. This is a blow off feud. What 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 left is there for her to do? I mean, I
0: I don't even want to look up her win loss record. No, because it would probably oh, make you. me weep. But um I mean, she's a hell of a talent. She just never fucking won anything apart from the tag team titles. And even then they lost them pretty quickly.
1: I was going to say I mean, it's not her fault for that, but it's, at the same time it just it just but it also does her no justice. And, and and they know they have a star in her to the point where they fucking put her in multiple title pictures. You know what I mean? They she put they put her up against multiple good opponents, and they she came out a loser in all of them, which sucks. But obviously, you know you have something, and and now what? Exactly.
0: She she got to go to the main. My my guess would be SmackDown, and then do pretty much nothing like Shotzi. I mean, Shotzi's had like a mini feud with Sasha, but nothing like. She, she nothing didn't meaningful. Nothing stand out as much as she did in NXT.
1: Fuck, nobody she, she stands out in the main. Nobody stands out in the main. I fucking forgot AJ Styles on the goddamn main <laughs> for a while. I mean, it's. It's, that's, that's kind of the, like, that's the downside. The fact is, is you get, if you get more fucking exposure on the third brand, on the third brand, than you do on the two major brands, what the fuck does that say about this company? I mean... Yeah, it's developmental now. All of them.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see what this young kid AJ does in this developmental brand. And this, the double standards with NXT fans, like, when, um... They they were happy that it went to 2.0 oh uh, it was supposed to be del- developmental in the first place. Now now it's coming back to developmental, which is the best thing for it. But then you got AJ Styles going back.
1: Well, that's how they did it when it was developmental. They they had sent um, you know main event stars down there. You had guys like Punk down there. I think John Cena went down there at one point. I'm trying to think of uh, uh Randy Orton. You know, what I mean, this is in the early days of NXT. You know, this is a, a like. Seth Rollins NXT title run, kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that kind of developmental level, which is fine. I have, again, I'm not, I am not in any way, shape, or form, um, bagging on the idea of bringing main roster stars. I do that in quotations because it's just hot garbage. Um, lame roster. Lame roster stars. Thank you very much. Uh, to, to help, you know, it in, and help in viewership and hopefully, hopefully help teach these guys some stuff you know I'm hoping these guys are given a, a class at the same time yeah <laughs> oh, excuse me <laughs> Lord I'm allergic to
0: the WWE talk today yeah aren't we all Brian Kendrick has apparently um, resigned as a trainer and he's now gonna going to go after Holland in NXT.
1: First off, if I quit after th- getting thrown down the stairs, the last thing I'm going to do is go after the big-ass <laughs> motherfucker that threw me down the stairs. Right. <laughs> like, this is this has got Vince McMahon written all over it. Um, I mean, I You've lo- been assaulted by a giant man. I quit my position here, and it will face him in the <laughs> ring. What? You're kind of, what? I,
0: I love Brian Kendrick. Hell of a wrestler. Hell of an athlete. But then when he says I'm gonna quit as a trainer, I'm like, "Yeah, well, you did train Eve Marie, so." Oh. The, the black mark that would go
1: never goes away. No,
0: poor guy. Um. All right, we're gonna be predicting Wrestle Kingdom in the second part of the show, so let's get straight into AEW on the first part because it's kind of a nice segue oh. because we'd lost one NXT star a couple of weeks ago, and after a solid match between Adam Cole and Bay, Bay and Orange Cassidy, the surprise Solid debut of Kyle O'Reilly, awesome. which
1: I spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. It, it it happens. It's no big deal. Uh, I figured he was coming, and it's it, it's fine. You know, it's how I. Uh, it's like what did I used to say all the time? Like, um, like I would read the spoilers, not read the spoilers, but I would read results for like New Japan. But then I'm like, fuck, it, I'm gonna go watch it and see how it played out. <laughs> it did not. Like I did not. I don't know how I thought it was going to play out. I thought he was just going to like show up afterwards. I did not think that fucking Kyle O'Reilly would slide into the ring looking like a goddamn madman and just fucking literally kill, literally just kill the holy shit out of Orange Cassidy, that poor fucker. And then, and by the way, (laughs) fucking Bryce, Bryce is like total nominee for Geek of the Week for (laughs) not knowing that a man is getting absolutely killed directly behind him. Which is, just blows my fucking mind. Uh, I, but it was it was a great debut.
0: I thought it was so poetic that um, Kyle's first point of call in AEW was the guy that NXT tried to turn him into. Cool Kyle mm-hmm. goes after Orange Cassidy.
1: Except this Kyle is actually cool. Yeah.
0: No, no more cool Kyle. We got the real Kyle.
1: Yeah. And
0: what I loved about his debut was the camera. Like it stayed on a close-up of Orange Cassidy. And all you can see is the fans behind him going absolutely just fucking nuts. And you're like, who the fuck's coming? Ape shit. <laughs> ape shit. They're like, what? What?
1: Who's that? Oh, my God. And we're like, and who, who, who? And then his head just pops up. Awesome. He just, he just slides into the frame like a fucking killer in a night. Like, oh, shit. We're, you're going to uh, die. Sorry, Orange. We're
0: three quarters of the way to getting UE back Mm
1: -hmm. in AEW. I was gonna say I was like you know I I was like I keep hearing rumbles that they're trying to get rid of the 205 title and they're Mm -hmm. having this match with him and Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, unification. This could this could be Roddy's out. Do it. Just run.
0: Run, Run, Roddy, bro.
1: Hell, fucking even Uncle Dave thinks that there's a very good possibility that Johnny's gone too. I mean they let, let's be real here. There, there are many perks for Johnny to stay. His wife works for WWE. You know, they're they're about to have a kid. He makes really pretty good money. You know, it, it's just, it, and it's stability. But he's gone on record talking about wanting to wrestle Kenny, wanting to wrestle uh, like Hangman and other guys like that. So it's like the seeds are there. It's it's planted and and uncle dave thinks that if he were to debut he could show up in cleveland which i think is in february
0: yes
1: so i mean i don't think it's i don't know if there's a time for him to like if he needs to wait or whatever but i mean
0: no i mean not if he lets his contract expire
1: nah, and that's I true i remember
0: he did show up like well, a few months isn't he after on the an extension free-
1: Probably. Isn't he one of those guys that signed that extension? Probably. So he could be free like right now. Yeah. We don't know it.
0: I He definitely signed like a few weeks after the other three. Mm. Uh, but we'll see. And in two weeks at New Year's Smash, we get Brian Hangman 2 for the AEW world title. Great segment yeah. for um, uh, Hangman after Brian came out. I thought he was struggling a little bit on his own. Then Brian comes out, turns into the uber fucking heel, and Paige mm-hmm. responded great. Um, I do,
1: I, I do love that they're they're Brian Danielson as a yes, their Brian Danielson as a fucking heel. Is is my goddamn favorite thing ever. He is just like such a dick. Uh, I, I but I totally laughed because. This is something I've been I've been I guess neglecting in AEW, or I guess I just haven't paid attention. Is every time Hangman comes out and it's that fucking name bar and always says <laughs> yeah. something. He's like, normally it doesn't last sixty minutes or whatever. I <laughs> fucking died. I fucking died. I was like, well, that's gonna disappoint some ladies, but who cares? Sixty. But minutes. But that was though. just sixty. Well, yeah, you know, I'm gonna need a water break. and yeah. plug, <laughs> you know, the fan on. Maybe an IV. Crack this window open. All right. Um, I was I was young once.
0: Hangman yeah. <laughs> uh, comes up with the B plus player line, which I thought was so good, based purely on Brian's reactions. Like you motherfucker, you really went there.
1: But that's 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 the great thing about it. It's it's the jams that you're able to take at B dry and 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 his. And his he sells he sells his reaction. Like he he you say something, he's gonna sell it. It's just fucking great. Everything about just uh, I did laugh really hard at that people. I was like like, somewhere trips is sitting there. See, see, he agrees with me, that fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody agrees with me. And Stephanie just said,
0: I I agreed with you. You always agree. Shut up, nobody cares. Um, I I saw a thumbnail of the Rampage logo and a big spoiler, because obviously they pre-taped the Christmas Day episode. I don't want to know what it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, hopefully I'm going to keep it that way for the next two days. Well, next day. Um, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what the big spoiler would be, though, because the only match I know about is um, the TNT title, Cody Asia. and Sammy Guevara. But I was going to
1: say, that's my only guess. I don't know. Trav was like, crap, I know the spoiler. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, why'd oh, you do man. that? Um, but
0: Cody, for some reason, the fat-faced dipshit, Dan Lambert, um, was saying some stuff. He returned on Dynamite last night, and he said some stuff about Cody. I don't even know what the fuck was going on.
1: Dan Lambert, he they literally just give this guy like 10 minutes to ramble on, <laughs> and that's pretty much what he does. And Literally, all he said was, he um, apparently like all you have to do is be Tony Khan's buddy, and you can get you know you could be an EVP, you can get all the title matches you want. Uh, he talked about how you know Scorpio Sky is the only person in AEW to pin Chris Jericho twice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just fucking hyping him up. The thing that it was hilarious because he literally goes down accolades for fucking Sky. And I'm like, see, that's a good reason why he should get fucking a TNT title shot or whatever, maybe even like a world title shot or whatever. And then he points to Ethan, and he's like, and he's the best fucking dress guy here. And I'm like, I beg your pardon? <laughs> like, that's that does not qualify you to he, to, to have a championship match, partner. He, he, he knows karate. He is a black belt in karate. Yeah.
0: But yeah, he, he was rambling for like five minutes and then I, I must have missed something because all of a sudden he just goes into, and they want me to get you to cheer for Cody, even I can't do that, he's a bigger dick than me.
1: Oh yeah, I don't, it was really, because he was saying how Cody was getting all these title shots and shit like that, he's like, but for some reason they want me to get you to cheer for him, and I'm like, Man. what? Who does? Like, who are does? You, like, are you trying to expose the business? Because, <laughs> What? Like it was, it was no. I think you weren't the. I was lost. You were lost. I don't know. It was, it was, it was crickets in the TSK. I tell you that. Yeah, it
0: wasn't crickets in the in the arena. They were just booing the shit out of him.
1: Mm. Um,
0: So Ruby Soho, as we predicted weeks ago, advances to the finals for the TBS title over Nyla Rose. Um, will probably end up against Jade. She appeared to be legit injured, though, at the end of the match, and either that's her selling, the fact that Jade's going to get an easy win, or she is injured.
1: Well, either way, it's not, that is not exactly, you know, light. She did catch a couple of them that were, like, really stiff. I think she, what was it at one point? I think she caught, like, a fucking, like, kick right to the face, and I was like, cheese! why did you have to kick her so goddamn hard? What you I forget what face? it was
0: crazy son of a bitch trying to kill me Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> exactly
0: but it, I don't
1: know they worked their ass <laughs> off Ruby's. still I, I I pop every time I hear Ruby's uh, oh, theme yes. but I literally it, it's with this one it's weird because it's like I've, I've been enjoying the tournament but I'm like with you it's like I, I feel like I know where the finish line is and I think the finish line is Jade and I'm like can we just fucking get there already like I I don't I'm not saying this is dragging I'm like I said I'm enjoying it but I'm like I get with the like I think I figured out your puzzle already and I don't care. At least yeah. I hope I don't. At least I hope I didn't figure it out. Yeah, we we,
0: we kind of figured it out weeks ago. Um, yeah. It was like the most obvious outcome would be Ruby Soho who's over as fuck, and Jade who they're trying to get over so desperately, mm-hmm. and it's just not. Working.
1: Not only that, you know, fucking, you know, it's, Ruby is a is a legit competitor, if you will. Yeah. So that also makes her look good.
0: Absolutely. But uh, it, even she's going to take some doing to make Jade look good. Sorry, Jade.
1: Well, you know, how many years in the business? She, she's going to have to use all that knowledge and some other knowledge from some other people to help make her look good. But, mm. I mean, this is going to be – Jade's been looking good in squashes, which is great. But you cannot go in there and expect to squash Soho and, and have us be all right with it, really. You <laughs> know, don't, don't it's like going to need to be – it's going to need to be relatively worked it's probably going to be under 10 minutes it's probably going to be a little one-sided but uh you know with some with some good near falls maybe and some believability from ruby i i think we can make it work so who knows
0: um and then main events was just feel good all around first of all mm-hmm. sting comes out with a beautiful um cm punk logo painted on his face like that was i was awesome. gonna say
1: that took some time boy <laughs> that took some time
0: um and then darby comes out with a half purple sting paint but just most surprising of all punk basically cosplaying as two versions of sting like the top half was surface sting bottom half was like Wolfpack sting
1: <laughs> it's only because of the black the black trunks but yes <laughs> It was but it was great. I fucking loved it. The Scorpion was in like Chicago colors. I was like, dude, this whole fucking thing is great. It's total. It was this was inter. This was the entertainment factor for wrestling fans. OK, like we always know that there isn't, you know, entertainment. There's no entertainment in AEW. It's all elite wrestling. Well, then guess what? We got some a lot of entertainment, not just some a lot of entertainment out of this one. Because, I mean, even FTR and MJF, they all had fucking matching trunks. (laughs) They would look like the total fucking nerds out of the 80s, which, you know me, I'm all about. And it was – the whole thing was great. Fucking why he was in there, Sting in there, working his ass off. This dude was in there for like 12 minutes. Yeah. Literal, like, I was like all – the whole night long, all the boys, by the way, the boys immediately nominated Sting for Wrestler of the Week, by the way. Okay. If, you, if if your decision has not been made yet that they're they're overwhelming praise for sting I, I don't think i can deny
0: that but uh there we go we'll find out at the end of the show um so finally final final bit of uh, stuff from aw and it's not nothing to do with the show um i mentioned twitter being a toxic environment it was pretty much leaked earlier in the week um about mm. Sammy Guevara breaking off his engagement and apparently he's uh, dating Ty Conti. She's received a whole lot of backlash and is now taking a break from social media because people is dicks.
1: People are dicks. As a guy who has followed Sammy for full death, way before AEW was a thing, uh, I'm, I'm sad to see what's going on with him and Pam. It sucks. But at the same time, we, the fans have no fucking business in their fucking business. The fact that he's willing to tell us what's going on, that's all we need to fucking know, okay? You don't need to be giving backlash to nobody about nothing, and not to mention all these are rumors, and let's yeah, keep it funny. we don't funny. know exactly what's going on. Exactly. I don't know what's going We don't know if that's true or if it's not true. Now, that's the professional side of me. The man side of me is, God damn, Sammy, you some Hmm. If that's true, if it's true, but Hey, I mean, it is what it is. But again, it's none of our fucking business to be getting in their fucking business and giving people shit. I fucking hate Twitter. I absolutely hate Twitter for this reason. It's like, dude, what, why, what is, what is the point of the negativity? Do you think that's going to make them get back together, (laughs) you think that's going to fix their fucking problems? You think their problems have to stem with you guys and what maybe No. You know, maybe they were having issues beforehand. Again, we don't know because it's not our business.
0: Exactly. Where were you when CM Punk returned to pro wrestling? Where were you? When Cena and Reigns came face to face. Where were you? When Hangman won the gold. Where were you? When Becky Lynch shot the world. Where were you? For the budget cuts. Max Rassen presents the Maxi's Awards 2021, December 26. Where will you be? Sunday, it is the fifth annual Maxis Awards. It's that end of year special where we award the best and worst of 2021. The show has already been recorded and we can't wait to share it with you, as well as announcing the awards as voted by you. We also have championship matches. Moses yeah. defends the television championship for the first time and his opponent was voted as the Phoenix. The never ending feud continues.
1: Let's go on. <laughs>
0: And the Phoenix is also defending another championship and although he was voted as the challenger that Ryan Sutcliffe is unable to appear. Therefore the challenger goes to the next in line, that being Chad Malcolm. Again uh, another developing long feud between those two, um, mm-hmm. Chad actually defeated Phoenix to become the world champion. And I, I see a pattern developing here because Chad is challenging for another title but he has his own title as well. So, uh, Chad will be defending the World Championship as he looks to hold off against the King of Trivia. Like, he needs another fucking nickname, Mike Larkin, in three yes. stages of knowledge. Um, if Chad retains, he will become the longest reigning world champion to date. Oh, no. Um, much to mine and the Phoenix's dismay. I think he's already beat me this week, actually. hopefully. <laughs> uh, for more information... He's like, fuck the
1: numbers, I'm not looking at that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They all beat me, I don't care. Go to maxwrestling.net slash maxis2021, and don't miss the show this Sunday on all Sunday, usual Sunday platforms. Sunday,
1: Sunday,
0: okay. okay. Um On January 4th, of course, it is the annual tradition to have Wrestle Kingdom. Now right. We have already said, as night two has a fair bit of TBD, we're only going to be predicting
1: mm. night one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of T V D. now. Night three of Wrestle Kingdom is going to be a special. Um, it's a special card. It is New Japan versus Noah. I could go through it, but the reality is, is I guarantee you, ninety nine percent of who uh, of our listeners are not going to know half of the other guys. <laughs> so we're just night one is good enough. Um, we won't include the New Japan Rumble. Obviously, it's just you know, Everybody. it's a fucking Royal Rumble. And then on top of that, there's four winners for it. So that's just going to get fucking weird. Yeah. So uh, let's go to singles match. Yo versus show. Yo versus show. It's fucking former, I think, three or four-time junior heavyweight tag team champs. Former best friends, if you will. Fucking young lions. The whole nine finally going against each other. It's going to be an absolute banger. I'm, I'm stupidly excited for this one. Show has been the evil one rocking into this one. Yo the absolute baby face But that's kind of been like their whole dynamic Kind of in the their, Even as a fucking tag team This one can go either way They tend to do like the heel win Or the baby face win on a new Japan But something tells me that this is going to go for a little bit As I feel like Because I've already seen them like Matching up again In uh, night two So because of that I'm going with show
0: well, I'm going to say, people, right now, I'm probably going to agree with everything Moses says because he's a new Japan expert out of the two of us. There we go. So that's two for show. One two for money show. Two for show. I like show. that. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Hiroshi Tanahashi and the mega coaches, Ryosuke Taguchi yeah. and Rocky Romero, versus Bullet Club, Kenta, Taiji Ishimori, and El Fantasmo.
1: Another awesome six man here. Uh, th- the reason why I'm immediately leaning towards uh the mega coaches and Tanahashi is cause it's fucking Tanahashi. You know what I mean? Sinahashi. It's Sinahashi. But at the same time, Sinahashi's kind of been like in the putting people over mode. He's not he's he's a guy too. He's he's older than the in the tooth, if you will. He's definitely doing um battling a lot of injuries and things like that. Uh, fucking Rocky Romero, I'm hoping he's already been in Japan and have quarantined and all that stuff because he was recently just out here. So I hope he's back over there like that. Uh, and then Taguchi is literally the, the fucking king of the hip attack. And then you got Bullet Club. And honestly, because you, you got Kenta, and Kenta is just a giant name, Ishimori. Yeah. <laughs> I want it. I really do. Because, honestly, because it's just, I love the name of the Mega Coaches is kind of why I really want to go with them. But I have to go with the Bullet Club. Okay. I, I believe Kenta has a big match coming up in night two. He does against Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP Junior uh, U.S. heavyweight title. No DQ, by the way. So, yeah, i give you the Bullet Club.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I thought you were going to lean towards the Mega Coaches for a second there. And I was going to say this is probably going to be the first one we disagree on. But, yeah, I'm going Bullet Club, too.
1: Trust me. I want. I, I really want to pick them for the simple fact of, um, uh, uh the, the name of the mega coaches. First off, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm being as transparent as it absolutely can be. But then on top of that, you know, they like I said, they tend to give, you know, the faces the win night one, night two, whoever they decide to go with future wise is who actually you know goes on to win. However, something tells me. Tanahashi ain't letting go of no title no time soon. He may be coming back to the United States to take on some guys kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I would feel a little more comfortable with Kenta. He's not as injury. Well, that's not true. I don't want to say that. I was going to say he's not as injury. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. He, I think he would. Kenta might be a little bit bigger of a draw than Tanahashi, at least stateside. All
0: right. Uh, next. Another six-man tag. We got Los nobles de Japón, Neto, Sonata, and Bushi versus United Empire's Will Ospreay, Great O'Connor, and Jeff Cobb. That's a hot
1: team. It really is, considering the fact of how big freaking Osprey has been getting over the years. Damn. And as simple as can be, I gotta, go, I gotta go with uh, fuck. Actually, damn, that was new. <sighs> I, it's i'm basing so much shit off of night 2 um yeah. give me the nobles give me give me give me give me Naito and and and, Sonata and Bushi. yeah give me them yeah. i really want to go with the, with the united empire but uh spoiler alert for night 2 i i think i think this is will osprey's time and he's going to he's going to beat okada that's how i see it coming out so, yeah. I th- I, th- I think he loses night one and comes out dominant night two.
0: Yes, the think there's a couple of matches where uh, people are facing the same people on night two. Uh, so we also got Sonata and Great Okan the next night and Naito versus mm-hmm. Cobb. There we go. Yeah. I like your logic. Let's go with Los Ingo Nobles.
1: Love it. So, Shibata has yet to be given an opponent. Mm-hmm. I don't but think it I know who it is. I'm still going with they're really gonna they're they're really gonna test him. and um I don't think it's gonna be a young um you know what? I'm lying. I can't figure out which one I want to use though. It's either gonna be Clark Connors or um who's the other fucking kid? Clark Connors or Carl Fredericks one of the two standout uh guys from New Japan strong that he's trained in the L- LA dojo like crazy. They are probably the two more um if anybody like uh the, the New Japan heads will get this part, they're they're basically young lions. Like it but they are like stars in the US, but like the second they come to Japan, they are recognizable young lions like uh like Umino and shit like that. So I think it's going to be one of those two. That way they get a spotlight. But uh, deep in the back of my head, I feel like if they really wanted to chess Shibata and something tells me maybe uh, um, uh, Gato is just a little bit that crazy, is he would give him um, he would give him uh, Yuji Nagata, which I think would be bananas. But either match is going to be great regardless. Yeah, and either way, Shibata gets Either way, brother. Shibata wins. <laughs> Um, He's got some pent-up aggression, I'm sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Just uh, lay off the headbutts.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Please and thank you.
0: (laughs) Tomohiro Ishii, uh, defending the never-open-weight title against evil.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So the problem with evil is you have to worry about Dick Togo. Goddamn Dick Togo is there to ruin everybody's day from time to time. And... The thing that sucks about this one is it's the never open weight belt, and the never open weight belt literally is pancake. Is it? I was gonna say pancake. It's flip flopped around. It's literally the same thing I'm talking about, but it is it, it is flip flop. Hot potato. That's what I wanted to say. And they tended they tend to let somebody new win it at Wrestle Kingdom, and tippling off that logic, evil was the never open weight champ.
0: How long has Ishii been champion? I'm, I'm curious now just how much of a flip-flop it I want to
1: say not – when did he win that? Didn't uh, it? I want to uh, say he won uh, it in the L.A. Range. show.
0: So, yeah, he's, he's only had it like uh, just over a month.
1: Okay, no, he didn't win it at the show. Damn, uh, got battle excited. Battle in the Valley. There. It, oh, so yeah, he did there. win it at a show. Not the show I went to, but <laughs> he won it in Cali. That's good shit.
0: Yeah, so just over a month. Um, he yeah, actually has floppy. the most combined ages champion at five hundred and one
1: today. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. It it just sucks if he wasn't a whopping five foot one, he'd probably be world champion by now. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Yeah, I'm go. I'll go with evil too. <laughs> there we go.
1: Simple logic. Uh,
0: dangerous techers, Tai Chi, and Zack mm-hmm. Saber Junior versus Chaos's Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi for the June uh, tag team championships.
1: First uh Yoshihashi has honestly been picking it up. He is uh I have been I've been going back and I've been watching. This my preparation for the uh, um beginner's guide has just been something fierce. I tell you what. I've been watching New Japan literally every single break I have at work when I come home, it's like the first couple of, I watch four or five matches and it's like, that's literally what I've been doing. And Yoshihashi for me has, he's a guy that I swear when he wants to turn it on, he turns it on. He'll give you four stars all day long. But then he also only wants to turn it on like 40% of the time. And it really pisses me off. <laughs> and because of that, and because I just love what Zack Sabre and Taichi are doing, As champs, I feel they'll retain and probably have some weird tag match at like New Year's Dash, you know what I mean, and lose them there. Yeah. Um,
0: I literally have no clue on this one, so. Uh,
1: Chaos. Cool. New champs. It's not a bad one. Like I said, Yoshihashi's on a roll, Hiroki Goto, I want to say has not won the tag titles and they love him. They want to make sure he has all the belts. And look right now, does he have junior tag? Does he have tag titles? He does. Oh, one time with with Shibata. Hey, what do you know? <laughs>
0: uh, all right, you know what? I'll I'll go first on the next one because um I'm a pretty big mark for this guy. El Desperado defends the Junior Heavyweight Championship against Hiromu Takahashi. I'm going Takahashi.
1: It's hard not to go Takahashi. Coming off the uh, best of the Super Juniors, winning that one. But again, we have an an, an underrated champion. A guy that nobody really looks at and says, is this guy any good? El Desperado's actually been very good as a junior heavyweight champion to the point where I've taken notice. He's been a guy who's literally been in the background of fucking um, uh, Suzuki-gun for fucking ever. Forever. He was just a junior tag guy at best. And to see that he's champ and he's got the big stage against uh, Takahashi, it's... Like I really want to go with Desperado, but it, it's hard not to go with Takahashi. <coughs> Excuse me, because of not only the the best of the Super Juniors win, but because of simple popularity, the guy was out for a while with a neck injury, and he comes back and literally is taken over the fucking world. So, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Give me Takahashi, Arumu all day.
0: Um, well, looking at the title history. Takashi won the title last year at Wrestle Kingdom. Vacated mm-hmm. the title too to his injury. Then it was won by El Desperado before <clears throat> he dropped it to Raul, and then won it back.
1: That's right. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying. El Desperado's been on a run. Nice, nice story. It's Takahashi good stuff. Yeah, redemption. The guy that
0: picked it up from his vacation. Vacation, vacating the title. He didn't go on a vacation. He was injured, but he vacated the <laughs> title.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was on <laughs> vacation.
0: All right. That? I don't know. There needs to be a different word for it. Different it words. He sounds yeah. like he's having fun. Right? <laughs> he's like he's beachside, <laughs> about ready to play some golf. My peck is hanging off my body. It's not a vacation. No, not at all. Um, okay, main event for night one: Shingo Takagi defending the heavyweight title against Okada.
1: God. Okay. So Shingo Takagi. Uh, He's probably him and Will Osprey are the only two guys that actually make that belt look any decent. It is just weird to me. I can't stand it. However, he is the Tokyo Sports MVP. Congratulations to him on that one. Beating guys like Okada, Takahashi, Hiromu, the whole nine. And but here's the problem. As as much as a buzzsaw Shingo has been, and trust me, he has been one. We've we have reviewed about four or five different matches. In the TSK of just Shingo Takagi, because he is that big of the man. Now, call this biased, and I'm sure there's already guys that are listening to me that are already laughing the second I said, call me biased. But we're talking about Kazuchika Okada here. Okay? Mm -hmm. We're talking about the man that put on a a six-and-a-half, six-star match with Kenny Omega. He was the man that literally carried New Japan and broke the fucking internet when they found out he was coming to the States. Okay. It is time for Okada. It's time for Okada to win it again for two reasons. And one reason is great, and the other one is even better. One, because think of the pop. Think of the crowd pop. You have that many people. Tokyo Dome, the the, the super over Kazuchika Okada regains the belt. Oh, my God, the crowd goes bananas. But then night two... They go even more bananas because the young kid, the junior, the guy that was always underneath Okada, the guy that could go toe-to-toe with him but just could never put him away will finally put him away and win the belt clear as day, being the overall like crazy. He's going to like have like 12 titles. He's going to start putting him down his pants at this point. <laughs> He's got that many belts. It's going to be crazy. But, yeah, I'm going ok- Okada all day long. Uh, plus Okada beat Osprey last year. There you go again. Redemption. Gato loves to build stories. They don't. He doesn't care if it takes a year or two.
0: And it, it was up for a match a year, but I, I completely agree with the logic of Okada winning it and then dropping it to Osprey the next night. Like I said, in, in
1: no, I mean, even if he doesn't, even if he were to remain champ and like Okada just reigns, it's not going to kill Osprey. It's not going to hurt him at all. But at the same time, if you flip that logic around, how much is that really going to hurt Okada? He just won. It was not that big of a deal. It's really not going to fuck him over. He can then turn around and maybe go with the U.S. title. And then there's his loophole for coming back to the States. If that's a thing. If that's going to be a thing. Yeah, Shit's uh, crazy right now.
0: Okada's pretty bulletproof. Nothing's going to happen to Okada. Yeah, he's a man. Um plus he hates the new design.
1: Does don't I mean that this is why he needs to be champ. This is exactly so they can just be like, you know what, hey, we changed our mind, get rid of this fucking thing. Alright, cool. I mean
0: Osprey loves the the the, the butterfly IWGP. Type.
1: I mean he he makes it look good. I don't know why. I don't get it. Maybe it's just his robe or whatever, but he actually makes it look good.
0: Kinda kinda hoping Okada wins, smashes up the new belt it would be cool. Forces um Osprey to carry around the original
1: belt. That'd be awesome. Do like the whole like a Naito treatment.
0: Yeah, you want to be world champion? You take this one.
1: Fuck yep. that one. Well, I mean, actually, one I think you could totally do that in like a way where like he actually will like shake his hand and then like he just like hand him hand it to him. And if Osprey smart smart, he'll throw the other one in the fucking crowd or something. <laughs> Get this shit out of here. What What were they thinking? Um I don't know, I think somebody was watching too much anime that week and they were like, "Fuck it, we got to do this one." Why? Cuz I seen it on I can't even think of a weird anime name. Uh yeah, no idea. My Hero Academia, I don't know. Fuck.
0: That that'll do. There we go. <laughs> um so yeah, we're we're not predicting night like 2 because there's a few TBAs, TBDs. Uh mm-hmm. first of all, <laughs> Like literally, match one, dark match, TBA versus TBA in a TBA match. What? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely. We know there's going to be a match. We just don't know who it is and what 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 match it is. But okay. Um, we've got Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask versus Taiji Shimori and El Fantasmo versus Taguchi and Rocky Romero for the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Titles. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got Mayo Mayu. Is this the one we couldn't pronounce?
1: Yes, Mayu Iwatani. <clears throat> no, no, it was. Uh...
0: It was the one on the end. Oh, the other one. Okay. Saya, Starlight Kid, Tan Nakano, and Saya Kamitani.
1: There we go. That's how we got it. Uh, we got a four. way Then you match. got the. Yep, yeah, the four way for the King of the Pro Wrestling Belt or King of the Pro Wrestling Trophy. Yeah. TBD versus TBD versus TBD versus TBD. <laughs> uh, House of Torture,
0: Evil Takahashi and Show versus chaos's Goto Yoshihashi and
1: Yo. That's right. Yujiro Takahashi for those who are like, oh, yeah, What the sorry. fuck? Yeah. No, you're good. Uh that and that is fun. for the
0: Never Open With Six Man Tag Team Championships. Again, mm-hmm. we mentioned the other three matches that kind of stem from the previous night. Sonata and Great O'Kan go one on one. Uh Naito and Cobb go one on one. Uh no DQ match for the heavyweight title uh, for the heavyweight US title. Kenta mm-hmm. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. And again, Sinahashi, yeah. And then, finally, of course, Ospreay faces the winner of the previous nights, Tagagi and Okada.
1: Okada. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um,
0: Some people are probably wondering why we're predicting Wrestle Kingdom before day one, but we're not predicting day one this week. Because we know what WWE are like, and they're probably going to change the card by next week, so we're not going to bother until the very last night that we have yeah,
1: predicted. I was just going to say, I was like, are we sure the card's official?
0: <laughs> there is six matches, but I mean... I would not be surprised if they changed some of them. I'll run through what we got so far. Um, Oh, jeez. Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss.
1: Who? What? What?
0: Drew McIntyre literally carried this fucking company for a whole year and now he's wrestling Mad Cat Moss on a pay per view.
1: Who the fuck is that?
0: That's Baron Corbin's bitch. Sorry, Happy Corbin's bitch. Who's Baron Corbin? Mad Cat Moss is literally like his his sidekick.
1: Okay. Fuck's This Is it Mad Cat Mars? What the fuck? It's
0: Riddick. Riddick Mars.
1: Oh, it's goddamn Riddick.
0: He's just called Mad Cat Mars now.
1: That's the fucking stupidest shit. <laughs> I I was about to look it up. How dare I fucking waste my typing abilities for that? So
0: because what kind Baron of Corbin is Cat Corbin, Riddick Mars is Mad Cat Mars.
1: You know what, Mad? You know when I hear Mad Cat? You know what I think of? The shitty controllers you had as a kid. He always would be like, "Here, bro, you can use this one, but this is a piece of shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna use my brand new one, motherfucker."
0: Kids, kid, kids, that you don't know pain until you've held a NES controller. Oh, oh. it was literally just a fucking block. <laughs> um. Also, oh, how how does Drew McIntyre get away with
1: literally threatening
0: people with a fucking sword on a PG show
1: on a daily basis? Uh, yeah, mind literally you, every these- week. He's swinging at somebody giant sword, claymore. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I guess they just—they're just like whatever. He's big and tall. Who's going to tell him no? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take this with me. Uh, K- kids well, I'm not going to stop
0: you. McIntyre, does it.
1: <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh yeah, we should sell these swords at the the the, the their fucking souvenir stand."
0: I'm absolutely. They'd be like, but they're very for- sharp. I'm absolutely, absolutely waiting for foam swords on WWE Shop. It's gonna happen. It'll yeah. it'll happen. Uh, especially in January when Scream comes out. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Edge versus The Miz obviously is happening on day one. Um, mm-hmm. We've already talked about in previous weeks Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan the rematch for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, surprise, surprise, the Usos are wrestling a new day for the Tag Team Championships. There's literally no other tag teams on SmackDown.
1: No, but apparently there's like seven on fucking NXT, so they should borrow one or two. (laughs)
0: Um, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship, which apparently is going to have a big, big finish that is going to, quote, make us want a rematch at the Rumble.
1: Fuck out of here! <laughs> Jeez,
0: that's that, that's what the sheets are saying.
1: The fucking the sheets are stupid.
0: <laughs> um, I I guarantee you guys nothing is gonna make me want to see this match again. Nah, just give Not it to Brock. a Brock. I, I don't even care anymore. Give it a Brock. But um, we know you're gonna do it,
1: so just get it over with. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we, we can't wait another year for you to get rock for uh, WrestleMania in Hollywood. So just give us a
1: yeah, Yeah, we can't. I can't wait no more. I either need to see it now or I don't give a fuck.
0: And finally, fatal four-way match for the WWE Championship, Big E, defending against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley.
1: The match has been changed like seven times over.
0: This is exactly why we're not predicting day one this week. We're predicting it next week.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. two days before the event. It was fucking stupid. Oh boy. Um they,
0: they Better were... be
1: Kevin though. I swear to God, bro. Don't tell oh, me man, you said I no know, to AEW did not fucking win. I yeah. swear to God. I'm so I'm not I'm sorry. I don't mean to be that dude to bag on dudes decisions to not go to the other company. But it's like when you know you've been treated like hot dog shit. Yeah. Hot dog shit. Why are you hanging out? Is the money really that fucking good? Like, come on, man. Uh,
0: I, mind, I, I love Big E, too, but I am desperate to see Kevin Owens as world
1: champion again. He deserves it. It needs to be done. It's just, it's... But I'm tired of guys just being floundered.
0: He, he's a former Universal of it. Champion. This would be the WWE Championship. I mean...
1: I don't know. I, maybe it was just me, but it was like when he, when 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 Hunter helped him out, I fucking popped something fierce. Oh, yeah. And it let him know It was awesome. Uh, it's like I come so on, I wanted
0: to see more of Triple H and Kevin Owens.
1: Oh yeah, it would have been awesome. You fucking kidding me? That would have been great. But it didn't happen, and it is what it is. We never really get the cool things that we want.
0: I mean, we obviously had a great story with Kevin and Jericho. Um, it just, that's never the universal championship, which sucked.
1: That wasn't. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Jericho and then you brought up the big show earlier. So I got to bring this shit up because like, I swear to God, one of the geeks of the week is going to end up being some fucking nerd on the internet, but uh, probably not. But uh, okay. So, so there was a debate, um, that the, the young bucks were the best drawing team in decades and people were like, Oh, you're full of shit. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm literally going down to multiple comments and just saying, give me one example. Give me one example. Give me one example. One brave soul gave (laughs) me an example. And this is, I don't know what kind of medication you need to be on to give me an example like this. And in the manner that he did so. Oh, boy. So apparently, during this gentleman's hiatus. Which, again, I don't know how you uh, – we, we all took a hiatus from WWE, not going to lie here. But I don't understand how you can still praise a team when you were on a hiatus. Anyway, so he was on said hiatus and says that he believes that the Big Show in Jericho, a.k.a. Uh, Jericho, outdrew the – can outdraw the Young Bucks. Or during that time, outdrew what the Young Bucks have drawn. Exactly. Your face is exactly my response. <laughs> I was like, first off, dude, let's keep it real. And I'm going to talk about just the first thing that comes to mind. I don't even know if there was any Jericho merch. Dude, was there to your recollection? Because I don't uh, remember any Jericho merch. I remember Y2AJ. Uh, there may have
0: been because they were together for, I mean, a good few I months. I want to say like a year and a half, no? Yeah. I want Honestly, to say they—they were together for this, a while. It was around the time I wasn't really watching WWE.
1: Yeah, nobody was. That's that's kind of this guy's point. I was like, so you're talking about a low point in wrestling. These guys supposedly outdrew the guys that are making wrestling relevant again. Well, based
0: that's on the thing Google, that I don't see any Jericho t-shirt.
1: Exactly, my points exactly. So there's no merch money from Jericho. I guess. <laughs> excuse me, WWE Allergy talk to I'm bullshit. telling you bro, allergic to the bullshit the w- so it's if you really want to talk about pay-per-view draws how like I can't even name any fucking good teams that they win against, it's like yeah. I get it Oh sure why not, so then you're that's telling like me it. DX Drew, that's what you're telling me, you're telling me DX was the draw but the point is, I'm getting and I'm getting <laughs> getting real, real sick of some of these wrestling fans. She I get it. Say. You guys are, you guys are willing to just go diving into the fucking wood chipper for this company. I get it. It is they can do no wrong. Blind willingness to this company. Everything they do is fantastic. I'll give you a piece of shit and say that it's better than the good things on AEW. No. Wake the fuck up, okay. I get it. You don't like AEW, but that doesn't mean you need to come up with stupid, obscure, bullshit, quote-unquote, fake, re- real real reasons, quote-unquote, real reasons on why they aren't draws, in your opinion. Why this team back in 2010 that was obscure doing your bullshit hiatus was a more drawing team. Bro, this team drew money, drew Americans to New Japan. And don't tell me they didn't because it wasn't just AJ. It wasn't just, you know, Gallows and Anderson. It was the entire Bullet Club, Young Bucks included, okay? You have to understand there's that part of it. They drew money in Ring of Honor to the point where Ring of Honor was selling out shows, doing bigger and bigger numbers, to the point where they were getting more and more exposure on television. Mm -hmm. And then now look at the rise of AEW with these guys as EVPs. Not only are they talent, they're in charge so again how in the fuck is any goddamn team any god you know who i'll give you an example of who could have drawn more than the young bucks Uh, but this is at a very different time in professional wrestling hall and nash yeah hall and fucking nash that's who you can compare the young bucks to if you really absolutely have to they blew, the, they blew the fucking roof off the business when they showed up on a different television show. They took over. They ended up becoming in charge, and they made a bunch of money. However, the difference between the Bucks and Hall and Nash is I'm not sick of fucking the Bucks after two years. I'm all about the Bucks after two years, and then some. I mean, Hall and Nash, I want him to fucking
0: gone. This post, I think I saw somebody actually say, um, I don't like flippy shit. I don't even really like AEW. But Young Bucks are the best tag team going right now. They really are. So they're not all idiots.
1: No, they're not. I mean, and that's fine. You don't have to watch the product to understand that as a pro, as a tag, a professional wrestling tag team, nobody on this fucking planet is doing it better. Nobody in AEW, nobody in New Japan, nobody in fucking Noah. Nobody, in met nobody, nobody on this fucking planet is doing it better than the Young Bucks. And the sooner you fucking marks get that, the sooner we can all get on with our lives.
0: If you actually pay attention, it's not just all flippy shit. There's some so good tag team psychology in their But matches. that's
1: the thing. That's the thing. These marks don't know what psychology really is, but they praise it. Oh, they don't know storytelling. They don't know. Do you fucking really know what storytelling is? Do you truly know what storytelling is? And I'm not saying the story between Taker and, and Shawn Michaels or Taker and fucking Triple H or, you know, Steve versus The Rock. No, I'm talking like stories. Go back to real stories. Dusty versus Rick. You know, uh, Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes, Uh, Ric Flair versus uh, Harley Race, Sting versus Ric Flair, you know, uh, fucking Vader, Vader versus um, Ron Simmons. Go watch real old school wrestling and fucking really learn what we mean when we mean storytelling. Now we drew a story out for seven fucking weeks and we finally give you a match. That's not a story. Real stories. Come on. Get with the fucking I think, program.
0: I think we could put one of these guys as Geek of the Week.
1: I'm <laughs> telling you, these, these fucking internet nerds are, are, are on my list for Geek of the Week. Uh, so but, you know what? Fuck it. That is who's the Geek of the Week. It is the internet wrestling community.
0: <laughs> Honorary Geeks of the Week. But uh, let's find out who is the TV Geek of the Week.
1: Pencil geek.
0: Gritty freak. Scum sucking. Fiat with a lousy proceed.
1: He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek. All right, geek of the week is as much as much as I want to give it to fucking like Grace Waller or like Grace and Waller or whomever. I can't get out of my head, fucking Bryce just letting fucking Kyle O'Reilly just kill a man behind him, <laughs> and Bryce has Bryce has done this to me before, so out of out of out of love, and not Geek of the Week is always out of spite, so out of love, this week's Geek of the Week is Bryce Hemberg, AEW referee, for allowing a man to die under his supervision. It's a- we thank you. For not doing your job,
0: it's a lovable geek of the week
1: this week. <laughs> there we go. That's <laughs> how we end it. That's how we go to Christmas, baby, with with some with some good spirits.
0: That, that's our present for you. There we go. Um, all right, uh, holiday wrestler of the week. Um, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm going to give the TSK exactly what they want. The yeah. wrestler of the week for Christmas week is motherfucking Sting.
1: Motherfucking Sting, baby. Busting out Thick. 63, 63 years old. Let me get this off my chest real quick because I had to do it. It was hilarious. God, look at here. CM Punk, love you to death, brother. You are You are everything. You, you literally, because of you, you sparked many interest in me and to to broaden my horizons in the professional wrestling world. But Sting has been around many years before you, and I was a stinger. I was a little stinger before I was a CM Punk fan. But let me, tell, let me get this off my chest because this part is part of hilarious. If you let a 63-year-old man out-cardio you, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> CM, Punk, CM Punk is in there huffing and puffing three minutes in while fucking goddamn Sting worked, I think, 12, 13 minutes. And that guy breathed hard one time. Come on, Punk. Get your goddamn stamina right. As <laughs> they say in football, Pepsi come does, on, that's man.
0: That's what Pepsi does to you. <laughs> you
1: got to calm down on that soda,
0: bud. Follow her. Go easy on the Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as it's Christmas, um, as it's Christmas. There we go. Your week is complete. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media at MaxWrestlingUK. And a huge thank you, as always, to everybody on SoundCloud. Don't forget the Congrats website MaxWrestling.net. You can follow us at the Captain512 and at SmrPod.net. Now, listen up, you pencil-neck geeks. Here's what Moses has
1: for you this week. That's right. There's a lot going in uh to Bolt rant this weekend. It's literally going to be dropping uh later today. It's going to it's uh as I'm calling a, a not a full show. I'm going to give you a preview uh, a review from last week's game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Still honestly, the reason why that review hasn't dropped, I'm still fuming over that loss. It was <laughs> one of those ones that it has lingered in my mind for quite some time, but that'll be dropping Later today, as well as a preview going into this Sunday's game against the Houston Texans, we have currently nine players on the COVID list. It's scary. One guy is out. Yeah, it is, it is not a time to to be battling COVID in the NFL as there are just so many players caught on it. So it, it is what it is, but you're going to get my full review and reactions on that as well as a very special day after Christmas Early draft edition, for those who have been clamoring for it, I have literally actually gotten about seven messages like, dude, I heard you're good with the draft stuff. Where's the draft stuff? The draft stuff's coming on Sunday. So stay looking out for that. And uh, then, yeah, come back next year so we can start the video Vidya. All right.
0: And with that said, we will see you. Shit, I don't even have Eric Young prepared.
1: Fuck it. We'll see you next we'll see year. You next
0: week. Uh, well I mean we've got oh, one right. episode next, we'll left week. We've got one episode ah. left. Uh, we'll see Stop you again. next week for the final episode of 2021 on December 30th. So go watch some wrestling, then come back and listen to us talk about it. Have a very Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Goodbye.
1: Mwah. And Meli
0: Kalikimaka.
1: That's right from the TSK from our screens, your ears. To sweet it, we love you. Merry Christmas.